Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets too big? At Sandy Spring Bank, we're here to help create personalized solutions for financing your home loan. Whether it's a new home or refinance, renovation or addition, fixer-upper or new build. Banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your mortgage. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash mortgage. 
Mortgage home equity and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank, equal housing lender. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie. Got great six pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know, your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 23rd of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're ever involved in an accident, doesn't matter what kind, 
boating, motorcycle, car, slip and fall. If you're dealing with a personal injury, I got to send you to the best. They've been supporting Zaslow Show 2.0 since before we even launched the show. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. This show's not possible without them. And if you're dealing with an injury caused by an accident, I'm sending you to the accident attorneys who are going to deal with you like you're part of their family. That's how I look at you as a listener of this show. You're part of my family. And when you go to them, they're going to take care of you the exact same way. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800 747 That's 800-747-3733. We got a great show today. We're coming off of another winning night in South Florida sports last night as the Florida Panthers take a three-games-to-none series lead over the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that has been uh, that has run roughshod really over the last 15, 20 years over the Florida Panthers. A building, PNC Arena it's called, right? That's been a house of horrors for the Panthers. This Panther team is up three games to none over the rival Carolina Hurricanes. They are one game away from 27 years later returning to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's always been a thing. You know, you're a Panther fan. We all talk about 1996, 1996, 1996. It's all we've ever had. We are one win away as a Florida Panther fan base. We are one win away from being able to talk about 2020. Three. I, I'm getting goosebumps just mentioning that. It's inc- I, I'm almost at a loss for words after each of these games. But the fact that 27 years later, they are a game away from being back to playing for the Stanley Cup. It's I, I, Like I said, I, I'm almost at a loss for words. I got, I got very emotional after the game last night. I really did. I just, I had to like take a moment. I had to take a breather. I was sitting on the couch. I had a massive smile on my face. And just, I felt very emotional because it really set in, excuse me, where we're one win away from the Stanley Cup Finals. And this run is so remarkable. And I've never experienced anything like it because here's the thing. No, Zazzle, you have experience in 1996. But here's the difference. And look, we're still a game away. We're a game away. But here's the difference between what happened in 96 and maybe reaching the Stanley Cup final this time around. That was the first time. And it was a, it was a, we had a baby hockey team. It was only their third year of existence. And you almost felt like, oh, okay, this is, you know, kind of like when Marino Went to the Super Bowl, like, eh, I'll be back. You know, it'll happen again. It's so early in his career. And you feel a little bit like that with the Panthers, where, all right, it's only their third year in existence. They'll get back. I don't know, maybe it takes five years. Maybe it takes 10 years. Maybe it takes 15 years. Well, we were all wrong if we thought that way, because it's 27 years later. You have many Panther fans that have never experienced it. And then you have Panther fans like myself who are experiencing it for the first time as an adult. And it's different experiencing it as a kid compared to experiencing it as an adult. But the biggest difference is we have this, we have a, 
an understanding of how difficult this is because it's been so long. We've had to wait if it happens. If it happens, we've had to wait 27 years to get back here. There's plenty of Panthers. Like, the third year of existence in 1996, I didn't have to wait 27 years. I waited three years. This time around, I've waited 27 years. So, it's a different feeling this time around than in 96. And... Look, back then, you felt like once you got there, I mean, you beat the Penguins, Yarmir Yager, Mario Lemieux, you beat them in seven games. It felt like you got a chance, all right, in the Stanley Cup final. If they win tomorrow night, whoever they play, Vegas and Dallas is tonight game three in Dallas. Whoever they wind up playing there, you're going to feel like they got a shot. I don't know if they'd be favored, but you're going to feel like if they get one more win, you're going to feel like they have a shot. So... There's a sense of appreciation, I think, this time around compared to 1996, which makes it different because it's been so long. And it's not just that it's like every year they flame out in the first round or even the second round. Before last year, (coughs) it had been 26 years since they won a playoff series before last year. So I, I, I I got a little emotional. I didn't cry. I got a little emotional. After the game last night, just where we are and how far we've come. How far we've come just this year. And I, I, I it just, I don't know. It got a hold of me, the realization that they're doing it. They're doing it. They're one game away from getting to the Stanley Cup final 27 years later. We're going to talk Heat basketball on the show today. The Heat. Tonight, kid, get back to the NBA Finals. A home win tonight against the Boston Celtics. What what has been the Heat's biggest rival for the last 15 years almost. A win tonight at home against their biggest rival. Sends Miami back to the NBA Finals for the second time in four years. You get revenge from last year, and the Heat will host NBA Finals games in front of the Heat fan for the first time in nine years. Tonight, and potentially tomorrow night, tonight can be very special. We're going to talk to SiriusXM NBA Radio's Frank Isola. You know I'm a huge fan of Isola, so we're going to get him on today. We're going to talk about the Heat tonight. We're going to do all that good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. So as you can tell, I'm super excited about everything that's going on here. Tonight can be a very special night. Like I said, we're going to talk plenty of Heat basketball today. We'll get you ready for tonight. We got NBA from last night. The Denver Nuggets, as I mentioned, are your Western Conference champion. We'll talk about the Nuggets and Lakers from last night. LeBron James, as only LeBron James can, stealing the headlines after the game last night. We'll certainly ask Frank Isola about that. But we're going to start here with the Panthers. The Panthers go up three games to none last night. I saw my guy Adam Greenstein there, water cleanup of Florida, the Greenstein boys. They were at the game last night sitting behind the man, Sergei Bobrovsky. Let me tell you real quick about water cleanup of Florida, one of our great sponsors. If you got a water leak in your home, you can't find where it is, 
You got to take care of that immediately. And that's why I tell you to call Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. They have over 60 years combined experience. They're going to handle any type of leak detection issue. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified to provide the one-stop shopping that all busy homeowners and business owners require. And you don't need to bring in any other contractors because Water Cleanup of Florida is handling your entire project from start to finish. Serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, 24-7, 365. You can go to WCUFL.com or call or text 954-900-8635. You can follow Water Cleanup of Florida on Facebook and Instagram as well. Again, 954 954- 9008635 Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So they were there last night. I saw pictures. I was jealous. I was watching from the Zaslow Mansion family room. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to say that I was nervous, but I knew the opportunity that was in front of us. You want to go to the Stanley Cup finals, you have to win that game last night. And it's why in the second period when the Panthers were up one nothing, <coughs> golden opportunity, where the Panthers are on the power play now, and then you get the 5-on-3 for, for the final 20 seconds of the first penalty, and Paul Maurice calls the timeouts. Cause, and I turn to my son, I go, he's calling the timeout here because if you score, the way this game is going, we're in the middle of the second period, it's one nothing. the way this defensive chess match is going, if you score on this power play here, this five on three, you may go to the Stanley Cup Finals if you score here. It's that's why it's such a difference between the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup playoffs, where something that's happening, a possession in the second quarter, it's not changing the series, but a power play in the second period of Game Three, it can absolutely swing the series. So. They ended up not scoring there. They didn't even get possession of the puck in those 20 seconds. So they didn't score on that power play. We know the only goal of the game came on a power play very shortly before that. But that's what was at stake last night. So I I knew the stakes, but I don't know. I guess I just felt confident. I'm super confident in both of our clubs right now, Panthers and Heat. And I, I, I mean, all of us, we've never experienced what's going on right now, especially with the Panthers. And that game last night for a one nothing game, that game was awesome. Lots of hitting. Uh, the defense was tremendous. The Panther, the, even the forwards, the defensive, of course, with the forwards getting in on the action, blocking shots. Not having Sasha Barkov midway through the first period. Now, what's his status? I know you guys are listening right now. Well, look, you're listening in the future. You may have information now that I don't. You may know about Barkov at this point. The only info that I have is from this morning where Paul Maurice mentioned on my old station, 560 WQAM, that he doesn't think that... Actually, let me read you the quote here. I'll read you the quote. This morning, Paul Maurice, I assume it was on with Joe Rose, quote, We don't think it's anything too sinister, so he will come in and get worked on real hard today, worked on real hard tomorrow. We will have a better idea after we see him today where he's at, but I would say I'm more on the optimistic side right now. Okay. That's good news. I mean, that's not bad news. That makes you feel a little bit better. But you, you're listening to this in the future. You may have information that I don't. I can't do anything about that. So we don't know about Barkov. But I, like I was saying to my son in the third period, I'm like, man, we miss Barkov so much this game. Because 
This is a defensive game. And Barkov might be the best defensive forward in the entire National Hockey League. So, I guess, I don't know, they ended up not missing him because they won, but that game last night is the kind of game where Sasha Barkov thrives. So, they really did miss him. But they win it with, it was funny too, where it's like he's questionable the whole game. If he hasn't returned yet, he ain't returning. We know how tough these guys are. So, you couldn't really tell on the hit. You don't know what happened. Maybe it was a pre-existing injury, because all these guys are banged up. Maybe it was a pre-existing injury, and it got exacerbated. I, we're all keeping our fingers crossed. Do they sit him game four to give him a couple extra days? Maybe the Panthers win game four without him, and then you get a, a few more days rest before the Stanley Cup final start. I don't believe you do that. That's, it, that's not in the culture for hockey. I don't believe you do that. You, you have that mentality. I think if Barkov can get out there, you get out there for the game, you, you, you take care of business, and then you got a few more days to, to do more treatment and rest up and be ready for the Stanley Cup Finals. I, I don't think you play that game. If he can play, you got to play. And, and for the guy who is, I mean, I think Ekblad's longer tenured, but second longest tenured guy on the team, Sasha Barkov, you know he's going to do everything to be on that ice tomorrow night to potentially win the Eastern Conference Championship. Uh, that game was awesome last night. The Panthers, they really played a perfect game. They really did. That game was awesome. I loved it. Th- this, was, this was exactly the type of game that they have prepared to play all season long in the postseason. When Paul Maurice got the job last year and at the press conference talked about the style of play needing to change things up so they could be ready to play a certain style come playoffs, that game last night was the blueprint. They've been preparing all year to play and win that game. And they did. And they pulled it off. That was exactly it. That shit was awesome. And obviously, Sergei Bobrovsky, look, he's the best goalie in the world right now. There's no other way to put it. Fourth year on the team, very up and down. It's all coming together now. And what we're seeing, what we're seeing right now is exactly how you make a run to the Stanley Cup Finals. You ride the goalie. It's why the run and gun, the high scoring offense last year is one thing to play that way. The way that you get to the Stanley Cup final and the way that you win the Stanley Cup finals is with the hot goalie. And the Panthers goalie is the hottest right now. That's what the Panthers did in 96. It was Van Beesbrook. That was not a high scoring team. It was Van Beesbrook carrying the team on his back. Sergei Bobrovsky May have had his best game of the year last night. And he's had a bunch of good games so far. This po- Great games this postseason. He was phenomenal last night. Pad save. Blocker save. M- save off the mask. The glove. He was, I mean, he was robbing the Hurricanes. Left and right. And the Hurricanes, for the most part, I don't know if they dominated the game. They certainly outplayed the Panthers. But the great equalizer was Bobrovsky. He's the best goalie in the world right now. 
That's how you make the Stanley Cup Finals. That's how an eight seed or whatever lower seed. It happens all the time where teams make a run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. This is how it happens. You got the hot goaltender. And the Panthers, like Paul Bizonette said it after the game last night. Panthers got all, they got the mojo and they got the goalie right now. That's how you make a run in the Stanley Cup Finals. And here's, I saw some of this on Twitter last night from the Hurricanes fans. Listen, I don't want to hear complaining about the officiating. Get the hell out of here. Complaining about the officiating from the Hurricane fans. You're upset with the the high stick late in the game? Yes, the officials didn't see it. It hit him on the side of the helmet. He grabs his chin. If they were going to call high stick there, you better call an embellishment penalty as well. So as far as I'm concerned, it all evened out anyway. I don't want to hear from the Hurricane fans complaining about officiating. The Panthers have dealt with a bad whistle the entire postseason. Look where they are now. Look at you now. And here's what else I would say to the Hurricanes fan complaining about officiating last night. Hey, maybe score a 5-on-5 goal. Maybe score a 5-on-5 goal. The entire series, you've had one of them all series long. Score a 5-on-5 goal. Try winning a hockey game like that. You've had one 5-on-5 goal in three games so far this series. Shut up about the officiating. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. As far as I'm concerned, that was a gritty as hell game last night. And the Panthers, they were the grittier team. Hurricanes played a good game. Bobrovsky was too good. Hurricanes played really well. Bobrovsky was better. And that crowd last night, oh my God. They looked like they were on fire. Good on you, Panther fan. Even louder tomorrow. Tonight, I mean... Can we have consecutive sweeps? It's crazy to even say that. Tonight and tomorrow night can be unbelievably special nights in the history of our favorite little basketball team and our favorite little hockey team. We talked about this yesterday, right? Where at this point, especially as an adult, at this point, sports... It's about the moments. You want to catch... that. We, I, did, I did the first 30 minutes of my show on it yesterday trying to catch that sports moment. Tonight, you can catch that sports moment. You may be saying to yourself, oh, I want to save up my money. I want to go to the finals. I don't know what's going to happen in the finals. I know tonight, you got an opportunity to catch an all-time sports moment. I don't know what's going to happen in the Stanley Cup Finals if the Panthers get there. But I know tomorrow night, you got an opportunity to catch that sports moment. Go to the game tonight. Go to the game tomorrow. Don't wait. Don't wait for the NBA Finals. Don't wait for the Stanley Cup Finals. Catch that sports moment tonight at Kaseya Center. Catch that sports moment tomorrow night at FLA Live Arena. Don't wait. Go. Go to the game tonight. Go to the game tomorrow. Take your kids. That's what it's about. You want to have that all-time memory, that forever moment, that forever game. Catch that sports moment tonight. Catch that sports moment tomorrow. That's what we're talking about. So like I said, we're going to talk to Frank Isola coming up in a few minutes. We'll do NBA with him. We'll do Heat with him. LeBron, LeBron taking all the attention away. Let's do a little bit of that here, all right, before we get to the Heat stuff with Isola. So last night, the Denver Nuggets... They wind up sweeping the Los Angeles Lakers. So if the Heat win tonight, we're going to Denver. 
When I say we, I don't mean me. I don't know, unless Sheets and Giggles wants to send me. My man Colin, founder and CEO at Sheets and Giggles, he's based at a huge Miami sports fan, but he's based out of Denver now. You know he's super excited. He's definitely going to the finals games. Most importantly, though, my man Colin at Sheets and Giggles is making sure we all sleep well. Go to SheetsGiggles.com, and just like the Zaslow family, you can become one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable. They're the best sheets I've ever slept on. I got the sheets. I got the comforter. I, I even got a duvet comforter, which I usually don't like. I love this duvet comforter. I got the eucalyptus pillow. Have you ever tried a eucalyptus mattress? I don't have the eucalyptus mattress, but you can pick one up at SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo at checkout. You get 20% off your first order. Use promo code HEAT. You'll get 25% off your order. Again, environmentally friendly as well. Zero pesticides. Absolutely zero incesticides used. And we're talking up to 30% less energy used than your regular cotton sheets. Sheets and giggles. It's the best sleep I've ever had now. You're never going to shop anywhere else for sheets. I'm never shopping anywhere else for sheets. Sheets and giggles. Go to Sheets giggles.com so last night LeBron James and the Denver Nuggets get swept and we'll talk about the retirement stuff but first you know there's a ton of criticism for LeBron getting swept in the Western Conference Finals and you know how I feel about LeBron I'm not a fan anymore I'm a fan of him on the court but all the extracurricular stuff uh, his behavior on the court obviously not a fan of I'm a fan of his play his behavior on the court, awful. Uh, him off the court, not a fan. But the criticism of LeBron getting swept is so dumb. It's like it's like it would have been better for him to lose in the semifinals in seven games than to get swept in the conference finals. It would have been better for him to lose a round earlier if he wasn't swept than to have a chance to win the Western Conference Championship and lose in four games. And that's dumb. It had been better to lose earlier in the postseason in a longer series than having a chance to get to the NBA Finals, but you got swept by a far superior team. That's dumb. And you're going to get a lot of dumb today. Like I said after the first game, I was on with uh, uh, Trista Crick, who's one of our favorites now, on BetMGM, and they asked me, you know, it, I think it was going into game two of the Nuggets and Lakers. What do you think? Yeah, like, Nuggets are a lot better. I think a lot of us got caught up in the Lakers are a really cool story. They make the midseason trade. It's turned their season around. LeBron, all-time scoring leader now, 38 years old. Can he get back to the finals? What a story. I think we got caught up in all that and didn't realize Denver is just so far superior. And, they sh- and this wasn't a bad series. Like, this was as good a four-game series as you're going to get. Every game was close. The Lakers, and at least two of them, had fourth-quarter leads, right? Including last night. Denver's just a lot... Denver was just a lot better than the Lakers. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. 
They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, I'm not surprised about all that. Nikola Jokic, before we get to LeBron, Nikola Jokic made Joel Embiid and all his distractors look so bad. The guys on television, especially guys like Kendrick Perkins, the guys on television talking about he's stat padding. It's so facts. Stat padding. Uh, uh, I mean, you look at Embiid, who was a total no-show, in the fourth quarter of Game 6, and a total no-show the entirety of Game 7 against Boston, and Jokic every night is stat-padding with his triple-doubles on the way to a sweep in the Western Conference Finals, and the Denver Nuggets for the first time in franchise history are in the NBA Finals. Jokic, he made the Embiid stuff look so stupid. And like I said, you want to give Embiid the MVP? I mean, I wouldn't have, but fine. That award does not go to the best player. It doesn't. It's never gone to the best player. Because otherwise, Michael Jordan would have won it every single season. So you want to give it to Embiid? Fine. But the idea that Embiid is even close to being on the level of Nikola Jokic, that's that's a joke. That's a joke. He made all of the Embiid bullshit look so stupid. This entire postseason. All of it. So real quick here, guys, one of my favorite parts of doing this show now, doing Zaslow Show 2.0, doing it on my own, doing it my way, is I get to bring on advertisers, I get to bring on sponsors that I believe in or that I trust, and I like being able to play even a small role in helping out my listeners. And one of those sponsors, of course, is Brunt Insurance. I've had my insurance, my homeowner's insurance, through Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954 589-2204. I've had my insurance through Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. So I know if something happens with my home, I'm not coming out of pocket with it. I'm going to be protected. That's so important for all of us homeowners. And from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance, they are delivering comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. Affordable care that's offering you the best coverage. Hey, not just on your home. If you rent or if you're in a condo, yeah, what about your your car? What about your motorcycle? What about your boat? Don't just go online and put in insurance and see what pops up. No, no, no. I'm sending you to someone I trust who I use for a decade now. The market's confusing out there. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance sort all of it out for you. You'll tell them exactly what you got, be it your car, your boat, your home, and he's going to tell you exactly what you need to make sure that you're covered. Fully licensed staff, they know whatever area you're calling from. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So, the big story after the game last night, after the Nuggets sweep the Le- sweep LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers, is 
LeBron, when asked about the offseason, you know, the reporters, they, they want to they, they wanna hear him comment about the roster, that kind of stuff. Uh, that imbecile Kyrie Irving was there last night. LeBron then says he's got to take the offseason to think about what he wants to do in the future. As in, he's mulling his playing future. He's considering retiring, going forward with the game of basketball. I've got a lot to think about. And let me tell you something. And we'll talk to Isola about this. Don't believe LeBron retirement talk for a second. It's all about take... Look, a lot of times... Excuse me. He completely lacks self-awareness. And then there are other times, like last night, where, hey, you know what? Instead of everybody talking about me getting swept out of the final Western Finals, which, by the way, there's no shame in. We already talked about that. It's so stupid the way that we cover that. But instead of everybody talking about me getting swept out of the Western Conference Finals, I want everybody to talk about Oh, I hope LeBron continues to play the game of basketball. It's all about taking attention away from the Nuggets and what they did and from him losing and making the whole story about himself. Instead of Nikola Jokic, uh, who, who should have been MVP, reaching the finals, instead of the dismantling of the Lakers that Jokic did, instead of the Nuggets getting to the finals for the first time in franchise history, And instead of talking about the Lakers losing, what are we talking about? We're talking about, oh my God, is LeBron going to retire? It's about making the whole story about himself. It's about scaring the Lakers as well into giving him exactly what he wants. Meaning as far as roster construction, hey, trade all of our draft picks, trade any of our assets, because if not, if you don't give me the players I want, I might retire. That's what that is. And the NBA world being, quote, in shock at LeBron talking about that, it's shock over what? There is 0% chance he is retiring. Absolutely no chance. So this is all about a guy who is making sure that you're all talking about him and you're talking about it in a positive fashion, meaning, man, I hope LeBron doesn't retire, and it's all about creating pressure. It's all super-duper calculated. There is zero chance LeBron James is retiring. So real quick, as far as tonight goes, before we bring Isola on here, I'm super confident about the Heat tonight. I I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I, I don't think, I think the Celtics were so embarrassed a couple nights ago. Now, is there a situation where the Heat are up double figures in the first half uh, and the Celtics are on the mat? Uh, you know, maybe they don't get up. I don't, I don't, I think you're getting a big effort from the Celtics tonight. I think there's going to be some pride there. I think they've probably heard everything over the last 48 hours. They've probably been super embarrassed. It, it, it doesn't take a lot to try. Go out there and try and be professional. I think you're going to get a very professional effort from the Celtics tonight. If the Heat throws some haymakers early on, do the Celtics get up? I don't know. But I'm expecting tonight to be a close game. Now, we haven't had... Jimmy was huge, obviously, game one. Jimmy, statistically, you know, points-wise was not huge in game three. If this is a tight game, do we get a playoff Jimmy performance tonight? That's what I would expect. I think if this is a tight game, you're getting a major Jimmy performance tonight. He will not let the Heat lose this evening. I cannot see a scenario 
where Jimmy Butler, I think the Heat are going to play out of their mind. I think they're going to be bombs away from three. I think Bam's going to continue abusing the Boston Celtics inside. And I think you're getting a big-time Jimmy performance. This is a team, they are ready, and it feels like their time. I think it's a close game. You know, it could be a a la Game 6, New York Knicks. We all knew the Heat were winning that game. But that was a close game. You got a big effort from New York there. I think this is a close game tonight, and the Heat finish them off. I think that building's going to be on fire, and I'm so excited. We could get an all-time memorable performance tonight. And you gotta believe, if you're a Heat fan, you gotta believe Jimmy's going to do it tonight. All right, so everybody knows, I listen every morning, my go-to show, SiriusXM, NBA Radio, Frank Isola, my guy Brian Scalabrini, the great Frank Isola joining us here ahead of game number four tonight. Frank, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, how how is my guy Scal doing today? I mean, is he like is he ready? <laughs> is he ready for it to be over? Is he downtrodden? Like, is is he holding up okay? He's he's starting to lose a little faith in his Boston Celtics with the way that they played. They've been such an odd team. You know, if you go back to the first round, they're losing that game five at home to Atlanta. They lost game one, then game five to Philadelphia. They were down in game six. Obviously, had the great game seven, but. You know, losing those first two games at home, especially with double-digit leads, he can't figure the team out. He says most of Boston can't figure the team out. Remember, Vegas had them as the odds-on favorite to win, but clearly they're in a lot of trouble right now. Shouldn't – I I, I don't care for the Philadelphia 76ers. I haven't believed in them all year. I haven't believed in them for a couple of years. Shouldn't the Sixers taking Boston to seven games been a little bit of a red flag for the Celtics? I think that's a good point. I think uh, I know there's a lot of noise here right now, so just bear with me for a minute. Uh, It's funny. I think the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, you talk about whose time it is, and I really felt for the Philadelphia 76ers, their time was that second-round series. And I think if you go back to game four, um, the last four minutes of game six, and that's when that kind of separates them in from the boys. And in that moment, you know, Jason Tatum, it was a great quote from Eric Spolz where he talked about Jimmy Butler willing the team. And Jimmy Butler could will his team in so many different ways. Jason Tatum does it by scoring. So in the moment of truth right there, it was Jason Tatum who scored the 12 points down the stretch the last 414, and B didn't score any. And Harden didn't do anything down the stretch. And I thought right there, that's where Philadelphia lost the series. And I really thought going into that fourth quarter when Philadelphia took the lead, I said, you know what? Maybe this is going to be Philly's year. Maybe they'll play Miami. They'll give Miami tough battle. Maybe they can end up in the finals. But that was kind of alarming for Boston. It almost as if Game 7, what Tatum did, maybe covered up some of the blemishes that the team has had. Because, you know, if you go back to now Game 5, and now the first three games of this series, you know, they're they're 2-4 and four in their last six playoff games. Not good. If someone asks you off the street, Frank Isola, how the hell are the Miami Heat doing what they're doing? How do you try and explain it? Well, you know, it's funny. And I watched a lot of their games this season, and I still remember doing the game where Miami played the Brooklyn Nets in March, and that's when sixth place was still available. Terrible loss. Terrible loss. And I remember thinking, we'll see the real Miami Heat right now. With the experience they have, you know, the Nets, it's going to be the first time playing Miami in Miami without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But the Nets played a great game that night, and that's really solidified them staying in sixth place. But Miami was the seventh seed for really the last two months of the season. Losing to Atlanta – and being eighth, and they caught 
the you know Milwaukee at a vulnerable time. Obviously, Giannis got hurt, but I think it all goes back to kind of the system that they have there. We know that you guys down in Miami love to call it culture, but it's what Pat Riley has established. Obviously, Eric Spolster is a great coach. Jimmy Butler is a great player. Bam Adebayo, despite the fact that he's not seven feet tall, is really good. And let's face it, let's be fair here. Kyle Lowry didn't do anything in Miami in two years. He's been really good in the playoffs. And the and the Cleveland Cavaliers made a mistake just allowing Kevin Love to go. Cleveland could have used him against the New York Knicks. So they have, you know, Kevin Love's been a max player Kyle, and won a championship. Kyle Lowry's won a championship, makes big money. So those two guys who would consider role players, they're experienced and pretty darn good role players. Now, you, you mentioned uh, heat culture. And I hear you guys talk about it all morning. I hear my guy Justin Termini and Eddie Johnson talk about it in the afternoon. And, and you, you Termini, you guys are like at the top of the list of Heat fans who are like, oh, these guys, they hate the Heat. They hate Heat culture. I want to give you a chance here, Frank, because I know this for a fact. You could say whatever you want about Heat culture, but you love Pat Riley. Oh, yeah. And Eric Spolstra. And that's where it all begins. And when, you know, growing up a Nick fan, and I still remember – when Pat Riley, you know, was announced that Pat Riley was going to join the Knicks, I was blown away by that. I said, Pat Riley is actually going to co- come to coach the Knicks. I said, what a challenge is it going to be for him? Because the last team that he coached, when you have Magic Johnson and Kareem and James Worthy, Byron Scott, the Showtime Lakers, even though they were a physical team at times and they were very good defensively, I said, all he really has on New York is Patrick Ewing. And what did he do in New York? He went out and found an undrafted guy in Anthony Mason. He went out and found an undrafted guy in John Starks. Does it sound somewhat familiar? Maybe what's going on in Miami now. So they, they've been doing this for a long time. I hated the fact that Pat Riley left. I've always said, you know, once the Knicks got into like the early 2000s and everything was a mess, I said, every time you're going to make a management change, the first call you should make is to Pat Riley. Let him say no. Let Mickey Harrison say, no, you're not going to talk to Pat Riley. Because I thought he would have been, still would have been great. And he's done a great job there. And what Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra have done, you get great coaching there. But Pat Riley, since he took over Miami, he coached, Sam Van Gundy coached, Pat came back and coached, and then Eric Spolstra. Really three coaches, four different uh, you know, periods for, uh, for what it's worth. And he allows the coach to coach the team. So the Miami and Eric Spolstra has this saying, we're not for everybody. So, Jonathan, you know this. You're a player. You're going to fit in with the way we do things because what we do is proven. Way, the way you do things is not proven. And let's face it. A huge turning point was LeBron James's first year there. Miami had had success. They had won a championship under Pat. Now Eric Spolster is the new coach. And LeBron with his passive-aggressive nonsense figures, well, I'm LeBron James. We should have a big-name coach. And essentially the message was, no, this guy's coaching the team. And think about the job Eric Spolster's done. And now what does everyone say about Eric Spolster when they talk about him? Everyone says he's the best coach in the league. So who knew that way back when? Pat Riley. Who did Pat Riley not listen to? is the players. The players could have some input, but at, at a certain point, you got to let the guys who are getting paid to make these decisions make the calls. And Pat Ryan and Eric Spolster, you talk about the culture, that's the culture right there. And I'll throw in you down as Haslam because I know you guys in Miami get upset if I don't mention that. I, I love that you brought that up because that is my favorite part about heat culture. I'm, I'm old school when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't like the player empowerment. I don't like the players, the inmates running the asylum. And this Heat team, you know, maybe to a fault sometimes because when LeBron's contract was up in 2014, he wanted some things a certain way. And you're like, yeah, that's not how we do it here. And LeBron left. So maybe it's to a fault. But you look at right now, they're back in the – well, they could be back in the finals for the second time in four years. And you see some coaches like Budenholzer. 
What's going to happen with Giannis and the extension? Oh, we yeah. got to make a change. You, you look at Nick Nurse. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Siakam's unhappy. You look at Monty Williams. Ah, Durant, we got to make sure he's happy. Guess what? We don't have that issues here in Miami. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. And guess who else wasn't happy? Mike Boonholz wasn't happy that they didn't win. Monty Williams wasn't happy that they didn't win. It's it's just so bizarre that to think, well, it was working. And let's face it, Milwaukee won a championship. They won 58 games. So obviously something was working. And then you go out in the first round. It wasn't a good series. Obviously, some blame has to go around. But to be able to stick with it, everyone says they want kind of what the Spurs have. But the, the Miami Heat do that. Everybody says they want kind of what the New England Patriots have. Well, you have the opportunity to do that if you just stick with the right guy. And that's what Miami does. And they also find the right players. Let's, you know. You know, Jimmy Butler is the perfect Miami Heat player. I see Jimmy Butler, and I see a little bit of John Starks in him and Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley, and I see Alonzo Mourning in him, and I see a little bit of Dwayne Wade, and you see Udonis Haslam in him, where he just fits in, and he goes with the program. And what I also like about Jimmy Butler is the other night. Jimmy Butler knows in in the moment of truth, I got to come through for the team, but he didn't have to have a big game the other night, and he was happy for his teammates because Jimmy Butler is about one thing, winning. And that's the players that the Miami Heat want because ultimately it comes down to the banners that you're hanging up there and whether or not you're competitive every year. And that really is going to define your legacy. And I think that's the the Heat do a really good job identifying those kind of players. Because, Jonathan, I watch them play now, and I love Gabe Vincent. I love uh, Max Struess, Caleb Martin. But there's a part of me that thinks Miami Heat are thinking of themselves – all right, if something were to happen and they were all to leave, eh, we'll find the next guys that could do the same thing. That's how good they are at identifying players and developing players. I don't want to get ahead of myself and talk about Denver. I, I, you know, the Heat got to deal with tonight. So we need one, one, more, one more win here. But if Tyler Hero were to become available for the finals, what do you do there? Yeah, that's a good one because I mean, I think Tyler Hero is terrific. Now, Brian Scalabrini, my radio partner, keeps saying, well, I think the fact that Hero isn't there, they're playing a lot different. There's less isolation. There's less with a guy just dribbling the ball, taking a lot of shots, and that is Tyler Hero's game. But I still feel, you know, that's a talented player. And I would say Pat Riley, Eric Spolster, and the rest of the coaching staff is thinking, we want all of our players healthy. We want our best players playing. And I think they'll figure out a way. That's why I, th- I still think if you go back to that first, you know, LeBron's first year with Miami when you had Dwayne Wade, you had Chris Bosh, and, it, you know, what they start at, nine and seven or seven and nine, nine and eight. Whatever. Yeah. Nine and eight. And I remember thinking, great players will figure it out. They'll figure out a way to make it work. And clearly, Miami did that with the help of the coach. And I think, you know, you, I get it. Tally Hero's been out for a long time. I think you have to kind of, you know, temper your expectations just a bit when you get a guy back that's missed that much time. And now you're saying, all right, here it is. Here's the NBA playoffs. Try to reach that intensity level. It's not easy. But I have to think that if he does become available, if they make the NBA finals and he's healthy, I think he'll play. I don't know how many minutes, but I think he'll make a contribution. Let's talk about this Boston team. I I don't I don't I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Joe Mazzula is doing a terrible job. I think it's always an easy thing for fans who are sitting on their couch and they don't understand necessarily why their team is losing. Oh, it must be the coach. He's not making adjustments, even though we have no idea what adjustments they tried to yeah. make. And maybe the players aren't carrying out the adjustments that the coach wants yeah. them to. But what I will say is, and I do think it's interesting, we afford players who enter the league in any sport to grow and get better over the years. Like a quarterback is drafted number one overall. He's never expected to be a finished product in his first year. Why don't we afford the coaches that like, why would Joe Missoula 
be a finished product his first year as head coach yeah. at 34 years old. That, that, that's a great point. And I think there were several missteps Boston has taken, even if they go on to uh, win this series, which would be obviously a bit of a miracle. But, you know, they did lose, and we've talked about this a bunch of times, they did lose Ime Adoka off that staff, and you lost um, the gentleman, I'm, I'm, why his name escaping my mind, who coaches the uh, Utah Jazz. Hardy, so right? You lost, you, you lost two coaches, and then you lost also Damon Stoudemire. Will Hardy, that's what yeah. I meant to say. And uh, Damon Stoudemire, who went on to coach college. You didn't really replace him. You could have had an experienced assistant coach come in, a guy who's been a head coach before. So if you go back to Eric Spolster's first year before he's ever won a title as the head coach with the Miami Heat, and they lose in that series to Dallas, you know there are people thinking, you know, maybe Eric Spolster is not the right guy. He's kind of young. Can he really coach great talent? You know they're going to say that. And now look where we are now, and everybody considers him the best coach in the league. So Joe Missoula, it's not easy to come into that situation. Has he made missteps? I think so. I'd be starting Robert Williams if I were him. And but I'm not putting game three on him. Come on. This is the the idea that he has to, I have to get the team ready. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are all NBA players. They've been in a million huge games. They don't know how important the game is. Yeah. You're not showing any fight. The Miami Heat show fight. And I said this, you know, he he said after the game, we weren't ready. I, if I were Joe Mazzula, I would have said something. You know, we're here in Miami. All they ever talk about is heat culture. Well, we have something in Boston called Celtic pride. I didn't see it tonight. You And let's face it, Jonathan, you know, because you've lived through it. You think Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce are doing that in a game three? You don't, You think they're going to they're gonna have that much give up and that much quitting them? Now that To me, that's more a reflection on the players who know they kind of have an easy out in the form of Joe Mazzula if this series doesn't work out for them. He'd go up by 10 early in the second quarter tonight. Celtics getting off the mat. What happens? I think they will because I do think, I, I think they realize whatever the players may say to their buddies, whatever they may say to the media. I think when those guys are in their hotel room alone at night, especially the top players, and they know, you know what, part of my immediate legacy is going to be defined on what happened in that game three and how we go out. I, we're, we're capable of winning one game in Miami because, of course, that's all it is. Win one game. Then you go back to Boston. That's uh, it's. You, they're not winning four games tonight. Just go out there and win one game. I think they do have enough pride to put up a fight. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Let's face it. We, the Lakers came out exactly like I thought they would. A little bit different, though. They were at home, so you're going to get the home crowd behind them. I would expect a different Boston team. Doesn't mean when the final buzzer sounds that they'll have more points than the Miami Heat. Finally, Frank, let me, let me ask you about LeBron here before I let you get out of here. Uh, Frank, there is... Zero chance LeBron is retiring. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think there's a little bit, uh, uh, like sometimes you lack some self-awareness, uh, but I think that last night was, uh, hey, instead of talking about me get swept, let's talk about me whether or not I'm going to play anymore. Uh, there is no chance he's, LeBron's retiring. The guy, in a lot of ways, he's brilliant when it comes to trying to manipulate the media. And if you go back, and I watched the entire press conference last night because I love those type of settings, especially when it's the losing team. It's like tonight, if Boston were to lose, it'd be great to hear Tatum, Brown, and obviously the head coach of the team. But LeBron had told a couple of stories, and one was about Carmelo Anthony, because he was asked about Carmelo retiring. And he said, I know you guys are going to think I'm lying, but when Carmelo was in high school, he told a couple of stories where he prefaced it with, I know you're going to think I'm lying. It was almost a setup to say, because in a couple of minutes, I'm going to tell you something. And I know you're going to think I'm lying, but I'm being truthful, but I'm going to hint that I may retire. But I think you're right. He upstaged the Nuggets. He even upstages his buddy Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Because it's Carmelo's day, so to speak. And now it's all kind of what everybody's talking about. I, I think he's going to come back. I think it's a way to put pressure on the 
on the Lakers management. The, this idea that maybe he'll take a year off, watch his son play and come back, maybe that would be in play. Maybe he's going to start the season late. Maybe he won't be available in October, November, rest up his body. But I, I agree with you. I don't see LeBron James going out in a sweep and just without all the fanfare and everything else. I don't buy it. Frank, everybody knows I listen to you and Scal every morning, 7 to 10, Sirius XM NBA radio. Also, folks can catch you around the horn, right? What else? How else can people yep. see you? Uh, I'm on the, I do the net games on the Yes Network. If you didn't hear, they got eliminated in four games by the Philadelphia 76ers. And, uh, and occasionally on PTI, we'll be down if Miami wins. We'll be doing the show. Um, we'll be from doing the, the studio show right? from the arena. And oh, then from okay. the arena, you got it. You got you to come over. Come on before one of the games. Okay, very good. By the way, how about the New York Knicks? New York Knicks and Jalen Brunson look like the big winner next to the Miami Heat based on their performance, you know? Well, like, like I said, think about it, right? Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown thus far have combined for one win against the Miami Heat. The Knicks got two, and they had the ball down two yeah. late in the fourth quarter of game six. You know what it was, though? And Brian brought up a good point. He talks about the discipline that the Miami Heat play with, and they trust the system. They trust each other out on the court. There's a lot of ball movement. And he talked about the Knicks being the same way, where they have principles that they stick to. And obviously not they're not as good as the Miami Heat, but the fight is there, and they and they put up a good fight against Miami. That was a fun series. I give. Uh, I think game one changed a lot. Julius Randle didn't play. Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler. I thought if the Knicks, it's always different. I understand the series was 1-1. When you win that first game, it sets up a lot. Great job, Frank. I appreciate you hanging out with us. Hopefully, I'll run into you down here. Jonathan, good seeing you. I'll see you in Miami. Thanks, Frank. Excellent job. You guys know I love that show. Starting lineup, Sirius XM, NBA Radio, every morning. Frank Isola, Brian Scalabrini, and of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are always brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know we're talking European roots of the Caribbean soul. Johnny Cuba, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up your next six-pack at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco E. Moss. Always drink responsibly. It's my favorite way to enjoy a Johnny. I'm on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room. We got heat basketball tonight. What better way to enjoy the game than with a Johnny in your hand? And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. You know, Big Deal, Not a Big Deal, always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Well, Water Cleanup of Florida, they're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with over 60 years combined experience to tell you if your damage is a big deal or not a big deal. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime. 954-900-8635. That's 954-900-8635. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. So, how about this? If it's not already impressive enough, the run that the Florida Panthers are on after taking another 3-0 series lead last night over Carolina, the Panthers are... Now, look, we know eight seeds do damage all the time in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but not like this. The Florida Panthers are the first eight seed to hold multiple 3-0 series leads in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a big deal. That's right. I told you. Eight seeds, lower seeded seeds, they do damage all the time. They win series all the time. But what the Panthers are doing right now is historic. 
That's a big deal. All right. Big deal or not a big deal. So post-game yesterday, Western Conference champion Denver Nuggets, their head coach, Michael Malone, he was asked about the criticism throughout the year, especially the MVP talk surrounding Nikola Jokic. What do you think Joker has proven so far in the, with this playoff run? <clears throat> uh, man, that's a really interesting question. For me, uh, he hasn't proven anything. And why do I say that? Because I already know he's a great player. You know what I mean? Like when you're with a guy for eight years and, you know, I think people have short-term memory. You know, he didn't, he wasn't this player his first year, his second year. You know what I mean? That third year we lose to Minnesota in game 82. Um, and he, he and Jamal both had great games and we lost in overtime. Um, but I think he's shown other people nationally that he's real. Like, what he's doing is real. The MVPs are real. The triple-doubles are real. All the narratives, the silly narratives this year, are just that, silly and somewhat ignorant. And I think Nicola's gone through three rounds now where he's averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. Have you seen any stat padding out there? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like enough of the silliness. Like, the guy is a great player. Give him his damn respect. Stop chopping him down at the knees, man. He's a great player, and give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, I'm going big deal. I mean, good for Michael Malone sticking up for his guy. We already talked about on the show today, you know, the the, the stat padding stuff, the, the arguments. It wasn't even arguments for Joel Embiid throughout the season. It was arguments against Nikola Jokic. It was like negative recruiting. So I'm going big deal. Good job for Michael Malone there. And those people, especially the, the guys who are on television screaming about it, look really stupid right about now big deal or not a big deal so tonight while it's not a season game inter miami is hosting nashville i feel like they played them a lot recently in the u.s open cup round of 16 so inter miami with a chance here to get to the final eight in that tournament i do believe it's at dry pig stadium you know what i'm gonna go big deal that's right how about that inter miami's lost a couple games in a row maybe this will help them get back a couple league game league play games in a row Maybe this helps them get back on track. I'll go big deal. Sure, why not? Finally, big deal or not a big deal, here's Panthers head coach Paul Maurice after the game yesterday asked about Sasha Barkov's status. Um, talking to the guys, uh, they talked about... bar mitzvah? His neighbor had a... Yeah, that's what we'll go with. Bar mitzvah? <laughs> and he didn't want to disappoint the kids. Is that upper or lower? The bar mitzvah? Yeah. It's on two floors. It's on both floors. It's a big one. Um, I gotta tell you, I don't know if I'm buying it. I mean, a bar mitzvah on a Monday night—that's that's very that's very rare. I, I I don't see that being the case. All right, so he may be a little bit. I mean, what a we- what a weird explanation. So Sasha Barkov had to leave to get to a bar mitzvah. He didn't want to disappoint the kids. So I'm going not a big deal. Not what I don't believe it. I don't believe he left the game for a bar mitzvah last night. And that right there is another addition brought to us by water cleanup of florida let the greenstein boys tell you if the leak if the mold of the fire damage you have in your home 954-900-8635 or go to wcufl.com they'll tell you at water cleanup of florida if it's a big deal or not a big deal yes uh, i mean what what else did it say like hey i hope everybody gets their rest again today we got another big one tonight every day Every night, the stakes are so high. Can we start the show tomorrow with the Miami Heat having swept 
the Boston Celtics. Is this real life? Is this possible? Can the Miami Heat end it tonight? Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Always appreciate your help behind the scenes. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.